the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. is going on anyone and everyone who might happen to be alive at this particular point in time big shout out to those listening in the spirit world love y'all and of course huge howdy to the high holy three and triple j i love you boy 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 i'm just looking man so i'm kind of like excited because the debate is on tonight first of three debates trump and biden the first this one's going to be like I can only imagine what the ratings are going to be. And, of course, Trump will say the reason for the ratings is the way he has set this up over four years of being crazy. And uh, then at some point in time, I don't know when, but some, well, what do we got, five weeks to election, something like that. But at some point in time in that, in that period, you're going to see uh, Kamala Harris and Mike Pence debate. Now, we ain't seen Kamala Harris and I don't know how long. When he announced her, she went into hiding. So something's up. And there's some sort of stratagem that is in place here that is going to be employed in a strategic manner sometime coming down the line here. It's got to be. It's got to be. Well, maybe it's the stratagem of the Harris-Biden ticket, as both of them have said. It'll be good tonight. Ed Martin's going to be on in just a little bit. He's going to talk uh, about the various points that they are talking uh, as far as the questioning of the president and the vice president is concerned. Talking about President Trump, Vice President Biden. Going to be talking about their records. Going to be talking about the Supreme Court, COVID-19, the economy, race and violence in our cities, the integrity of the election. That's what they're going to be talking about. Maybe they're going to bring up Trump's taxes. Maybe they're going to be bringing up uh, Biden's Chinese associations and influences. I doubt any of it. Because if you're going to be busting Trump on his taxes, you're going to be busting every fat cat in this country and possibly around the world on their taxes. Because they all do what Trump may have done because it's all alleged at this particular point in time. Then you got Biden. And, you know, for a while there, he's worth like $150,000. And three years later, he's worth $30 million. Somebody's doing some business somewhere. Maybe in China. Maybe in the Ukraine. I don't know. See if they bring that kind of stuff up. So that should be really, really good tonight. That was a good ball game last night. 
course, I'm talking about the Kansas City Chiefs against the Baltimore Ravens. That's a good ball game until Kansas City took over. And then they did take over. But Baltimore came back and was, oh, man, so close. But uh, Patrick Mahomes. And I tell you one of the funniest things. They were calling him Pat Mahomes. And (laughs) Patrick's mother tweeted. And she said in her tweet, I certainly wish they would quit calling him Pat. His name is not Pat. It is Patrick. So they read that tweet on the uh, broadcast of the football game and had a good laugh, and they called him Patrick from that moment on after Mom had to uh, ride him to say, hey, cut it out. That's my boy out there. And her boy did magnificently. What a quarterback. One of the greatest plays I haven't seen in like 50, maybe 60 years when we used to do it in the alley behind the house when we played football in the alley. Back then, there was an invention. It was called alleys. And it was between houses, and that's where the kids play. We had a basketball rim up on the back of the garage because that's where you entered the garage was through the alley. And it wasn't doors that went up and down. It was doors that swung open. So you had to swing them open for your dad. You had to have a break in the game as Pop rolled into the garage. But, man, we used to play football in the alley, and one of the plays we did was they called it last night a scoop play, a shovel play. And he did a shovel play to his fullback, I guess it was, which caught everybody by surprise. And boom, the guy goes right into the uh, end zone. It was magnificent. i tell you what else was magnificent last night was Tampa Bay winning the Stanley Cup. And a couple, two, three of the guys, uh, Maroon, uh, who else? A couple, two, three guys, uh, former Blues, were on that team. It was Magnificent to see those guys win another Stanley Cup back-to-back like that. And congratulations, uh, of course, to Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay, the first sports trophy winners in this COVID period. We got, uh, what is today, Tuesday. So tomorrow, Wednesday, the Lakers are taking on the Miami Heat. That should be a fantastic series as far as the NBA championship is concerned. Because the Lakers are monster strong. Then you got the Heat, where LeBron, who plays for the Lakers, used to play. So it'll be something to see how he takes on his former team and then just lays it on the line because he wants this championship so, so bad for the Los Angeles Lakers, especially for him sliding on over to the Lakers after he got that championship for the uh, Cleveland uh, team. So I'm just looking at various things here. Golly, 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 golly. Oh, coming up a little bit here. Dean Comer from uh, Jersey City Fence and Deck. Dean Comer is going to be on here. If you missed the announcement yesterday, I'm going to play it again for you here today. Got a really nice opportunity for you to enhance your lifestyle, courtesy of Jersey County Fence and Deck. So lots going on as the day does go. I always like to start off with some good music. So I'm going to start off because yesterday I started off with the Beatles. Because it was the anniversary of She Loves You being the first Beatles song ever to play in the U.S. on Murray the K's show in New York in 1963. So this date in 1963, the day after She Loves You get played, this date is when the Rolling Stones began their first tour, European tour. And opening the show for them, if my mind does serve me correctly, was Bo Diddley. And the Everly Brothers. What a combination. And the Rolling Stones. 
magnificent. That was 1963. This is what they sounded like in 1963, the Rolling Stones. Everything was wrong since me and my baby parted All day long I'm walking cause I couldn't get my car started Laid up on my job and I can't board to check it I wish somebody come along and run into it and wreck it Come on, since me and my baby parted Come on, I can't get started Come on, I can't afford to check it I wish somebody come along and run into it and wreck it Everything is wrong since I've been without you Every night I live with thinking about you Every time I fall Sounds like a new, some stupid guy trying to reach another number. Come on, since I've been without you, come on. Always thinking about you, come on. Phone sounds like thunder, some stupid guy trying to reach another number. Everything is wrong since I last saw you, baby. I really want to see you out. Don't me, maybe. Doing everything, trying to make you see that I belong to you, honey. You belong to me. Come on, I wanna see you, baby. Come on, I don't mean maybe. Come on, I'm trying to make you see that I belong to you and you belong to me. Come on, I gotta see you, baby. Come on, I don't mean maybe. Come on, I gotta make you see that I belong to you and you belong to me. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. 1963, the Rolling Stones right there. Smash right here. Yeah, I tell you what, it's WBGZ 107.1 FM, the big Z. My first favorite Rolling Stones song. I know I had satisfaction and all that stuff, but the one I'm going to play for you right now is my first favorite. Rolling Stones. Oh, how come you don't play my first favorite? I don't know what your first favorite is, all right? I'm playing my first favorite. Okay. So, in 1964, I get to go see the Rolling Stones. They're at the Indianapolis Coliseum. I grew up in Indianapolis. And opening up for the Rolling Stones (laughs) was the Beach Boys. And you want to talk about a freaking frack of of a ticket, of a show. It's got like if one couldn't be as distant from the other as far as rock and rolling type of music is concerned, but the crowd went crazy for both of them. Uh, I can't remember which one of the Wilsons didn't make it. Uh, Dennis Wilson was a drummer, Brian Wilson and the other Wilson. Well, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't Brian Wilson as the other Wilson, whoever that is. I can't remember his name. Pardon me for having the same sort of memory lapse that many do who might be listening to Smash Daily at this particular point in time. Anyhow, the guy who replaced him, and everybody was kind of like, oh, man, because it wasn't really the Beach Boys, but Glenn Campbell. Nobody ever heard of Glenn Campbell. This is 1964. Glenn Campbell's up there on stage, and he replaced the, the Wilson kid. And I mean, that Glenn Campbell could hit some high notes. Woo! And he was a guitar player, too. Crowd loved it. It was magnificent. Then the Rolling Stones. I mean, you can't touch. You know, it's like uh, MC Hammer said, you can't touch this. You can't touch this. Rolling Stones, they were a monster. No problems whatsoever. I got another Rolling Stones good one. 
on the back of this song right here. My first favorite Rolling Stone song, Smash Daily. It is WBGZ. kind of music we play on my mix 94.3 the best mix of the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s it's my man lolo he's on there right now lolo he plays all that stuff you know but we play them all day long there on that uh my mix 94.3 the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s as far as mix is concerned now a little bit of Rolling Stones there, of course. I get a, just a killer Rolling Stones. I got so many Rolling Stones. I've seen Rolling Stones many times. Now, I got to be backstage many times. Never got to meet Mick, 
But uh, Keith Richards I did. And uh, golly, who was the other one? Come on. I tell you what, man, growing old kind of sucks at certain times because the memory is gone. I need to write this stuff down. They call it a book. Ah, they keep asking me to write a book. I, I don't know. I ain't got no time to write. I forgot what writing is anyhow. Everybody types and texts nowadays. You can't talk to nobody no more now. Hey, so here's the Rolling Stone story. So I'm there for the um, which tour? Oh, Bridges Over Babylon tour. All right? Over the, what was called the TWA Dome. So I'm in there. I'm a happy-go-lucky guy. And uh, I'm off side of the stage. Let me side of the stage. And here's Mick, and you know, and they had this bridge over the crowd to another stage in the middle of the arena there, TWA Dome, and they would cross the bridge, you know, and there then they would do kind of like their older material, like from the '60s, like I just played right there, and it was magnificent. Here's the crazy part: I'm standing over the side, and when I was with Smash Band, I uh, had a songbook. And the songbook is the words, the lyrics to all your songs. Because sometimes, I mean, there's so many songs, you know, sometimes you don't remember everything. So I'm thinking, okay, well, that's, you know, shame on me. But otherwise, I'm going to be mumbling. And oftentimes, mumbling works better than actual lyrics. Um, But I'm watching Mick Jagger, and he come on to the song Satisfaction and scrolling at his feet on a screen were the words to satisfaction. I'm thinking, you've got to be essing me. Satisfaction. Him and Keith wrote it. And he's having to read the words because he can't remember the words either. It was it was kind of like an uplifting thing for me because I didn't feel so bad about having a songbook up on stage that was Smash Band. Because look, Mick Jagger is reading his own words to his own song. So hey, don't get on me. But that's a magnificent moment in time. Just seeing Mick Jagger doing his strut, doing his uh, his act. But at the same time, he had one eye on the words down to the left-hand side of the stage by his feet. So a little bit of Rolling Stones right there. And, you know, when it comes to that kind of music again, my mix, 94.3. So there you go. That's a little bit. I always like to open up with some sort of music. I wish I'd have known. I didn't know. Doug Jenkins, just let me know when I came in here. And it was on this date in 1976, I think it was, 75, 76. Jackie Wilson dies on stage, and he's singing Lonely Teardrops. My pillows never dry. And and so he's singing Lonely Teardrops. And in the middle of Lonely Teardrops, let me see exactly where the point is. Okay, yeah. My heart is crying. Crying, lonely teardrop. And there he goes. So on the point when he goes, my heart is crying, crying. He collapses to the stage. <laughs> oh, wow. The crowd is applauding him, thinking it's part of the song. It's like those soul singers, those R&B singers back in that day. They'd get to the uh, stage on one knee, and then they'd perform like that because they were so intense into the love that they were putting forth, as far as the song is concerned, to the audience before them but Jackie died in front of everybody that had to be pretty whacked out hey but just uh you know the song goes memories pressed between the pages of my mind going to talk about tonight's debate with Ed Martin coming up next (laughs) 
Tonight, baby. How long have we waited for this? Pretty long time. Tonight, the first of three. Talking about the debates. It is WBGZ 107.1 FM. Smash Daily here. And uh, when we're talking this stuff, we got to talk to Ed Martin. Ed, you ready for action, young man? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, yeah, here. Sorry, I'm here, Smash. Sorry. Where's my, where's my music? What happened to my music? Uh, we played it while I was calling you. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry I missed it. I, I get so energized. Here I am. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Let's talk. Right, what, right, what's the word? Right. What do you know? Well, tonight, tonight, 8 o'clock, as I understand it, here in St. Louis, it all begins. Yep. The first of three debates. Uh, you have all yep. kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, you know, Biden's not going to show up, and Kamala yep. Harris yep. is going to step in for me. You hear all kinds of crazy stuff. I just want to go through the points that they're going to be talking on tonight and see what your take is on them uh, based yep. off of what I saw on the Pro-America report that uh, I get to yes, my house every every morning. So let's go with the first that they're going to be. And, you know, there are so many. I was looking at to one of the links that you sent, the link to Breitbart, the, the 25 other questions they ought to be asking Joe Biden. They, boy, yeah. are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. That right on there. But let's go with what they're going to be asking. That is the Trump and Biden records. What do you see there is, uh, shall we say, in comparison and or contrast that's going to give one maybe uh, an edge on the other? Well, the first thing is you're going to have you're going to have Trump talk about Obama, Biden, and, and people are going to remember back, and it depends how they feel, right? Some people mm-hmm. remember Obama Biden and think, well, you know, they were, it was calm, they did Obamacare, whatever. Um, and then Trump, I mean, Trump has a real track record now, whether it's uh, tax cuts or judges and also, right. I think what you'll get is each of them will do the litany of what, they, what they've accomplished, and they'll be speaking sort of 
to the poll test. You know, by now they know who to talk to. So they're not talking to even to their base, although they'll hit the base. Mm-hmm. They're going to be talking to working voters in Pennsylvania. So Trump will be saying, I got out of NAFTA. I, I secured the border. And Biden will be saying, I got health care through Obamacare, more available to families and all. So they'll do that thing together. And, I, you know, they'll do it along the same lines. The mm-hmm. question will be, what do they attack in each in each person's accomplishments or lack of accomplishments? The Democrats have been testing sort of uh, in ads and things, criticizing Trump and the Republicans for failing to get health care under control. And, and that, by the way, that actually polls pretty well. People know that health care is a mess and they don't think it's Obama's mess anymore. They think it's both parties and Republicans. So I think Trump, you're going to say, hey, man, you were in the tank for China for 30 years, and that polls really well. So I think if I had to pick two, I'd say Biden will find a way to whack Trump on health care, and Trump will hammer away on China. Mm -hmm. Now, will he hammer away on Biden's son, Hunter, and his association with China and or the Ukraine? Or do you keep family out of this? I don't know. No, 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 no. no, no. Donald Trump's a New York, uh, you know, builder. There's nothing. If you get in the ring, your family's in the ring with you. So I think you'll see. I think you'll see. And frankly, if you're Biden, what you have in the last two days with the news of the tax returns and the fact that uh, what's her name? Ivanka got a big payday from her dad and all, is you can muddy them all up. And, you know, there's a point here, Smash, where if you know politics, the American people look up and they say, man, all of you people are corrupt. It doesn't matter if you really are. They just assume you're all Mm -hmm. corrupt. And when Mm -hmm. you see Joe Biden paid $3.7 million in tax last year, you say to yourself, wow, it's a lot of tax. And then you say, what did that guy do to earn, you know, $10 million a year? And the answer is nothing. You just, when you're, when you're in the, when you're in the inside of the game, you get rewarded for being in the inside of the game. It's like Hillary raised a hundred million dollars to her foundation because she was running for president. They wanted to buy, you know, buy favor or curry favor, you know, it's Mm -hmm. not illegal. Mm -hmm. So I think you get, I think you'll get, um, you'll get Hunter Biden dragged in and then you'll get, uh, uh, Joe Biden will drag in Ivanka and the other kids. And it'll just be, and the American public will be like, you guys are both, uh, kind of jerks to do that to each other and they'll move on the supreme court's going to be an issue this evening also what's your take on that well it's an interesting one right for the base biden says oh my gosh we're replacing that old liberal lady with a conservative woman mm-hmm. but if you're if you're a normal person a normal voter and i you know, I don't know how many normal voters are watching you go up and say well that woman coney barrett she seems pretty accomplished yeah. and pretty good looking and pretty smart and pretty nice and blah blah and what you know you don't really know you know what the comparison of their their analysis of the due process clause so yeah. i don't know how biden he may talk to his base and go for red meat but trump is going to stand there and say look at me you elected me and i hired the best yeah. and on coney barrett he can say that there's other hires that he's made you go well that might not have been the best one but mm-hmm. coney barrett you say wow this is a top-shelf pick, and that's real, and I think that's what he'll do. There is a danger game. There's a dangerous aspect of the Coney Barrett. She's a Catholic, and there's been some criticism by the Democrats because of her more conservative position saying she's too Catholic and she's too religious. There's a whole lot of Catholic voters in places like Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, places that both uh, campaigns want to compete that will look up and say, hey, I don't know about the Catholic critique. So you, let's see if I, – I, a wild card I'd tell you, Smash, is that, is that um, Trump actually says to Biden, you call yourself a Catholic – this woman's a Catholic, and she's being attacked by your colleagues. Why won't you stand up for her? If you see that, you'll know that uh, Trump's campaign has honed in on uh, a, a crossover voter, and they're playing. They're playing for that. They got to ask him uh, both about the COVID nineteen, and you know, it's one thing for yeah. Trump to have dealt with it as he dealt with it. 
And then Biden said, well, I would have done this. Well, yeah, you'd have done this after you've seen the fact of what the president did, because yeah. nobody knew what was coming and what was going on. And we just did it as best we could. Yeah, no, look, uh, again, I'm with you on that. I think I think are there things that some, you know, Cuomo or Trump or somebody could have done different? Yeah. Was everybody dealing with a hundred year plague? Yeah. And so I don't think the American public, frankly, we never had our hospitals overrun where they couldn't handle the patients. Yeah. We didn't run out of uh, respirators and ventilators. So, you know, yes, 200,000 people died. And you'll hear Trump say, you know, any one of them is a, just a devastating loss. But frankly, it could have been a lot worse. And maybe it uh, would have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. And so but there's no winning that. Right. You know, it's kind yeah. of it is a terrible right. disaster. You know, there's a there's a report this afternoon, late this afternoon, smash that Walt Disney is a uh, Walt Disney company is laying off twenty eight thousand workers Whoa. all in America. Well, that that's killer. Doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter what the deal is. Just if you're the president, someone's going to turn and say, I thought you were bringing jobs. And Trump's Trump's has brought a lot of jobs. Trump's argument is. But that kind of thing is where the pandemic is. The pandemic is really dragging down Trump's signature achievement, which was unbelievable jobs, unbelievable wage increase. That's all been pulled back. And that's uh, why I think it's uh, more of a dogfight than it might have been. I was going to bring up the economy here also, but uh, what you said kind of plays into it all. We had uh, what looked to be a nice economy prior to the the COVID. And looks like uh, we're on the way to a return to that. But the return could be so long in coming that Democrats can play it the other way. Yeah, look, and the economy one, I think you're going to see Trump pivot to, did you see me fight for you, uh, Americans, first on things like tariffs on China and making Europe uh, pay their fair share and things like that? I mean, he's going to have to sell people on how they feel about his advocacy for uh, manufacturing jobs. I mean, remember, it's only four years, and this presidency and, and lots of things that China did, they turn, American people now are sick of China. There's nobody that's sitting yeah. here saying China's great anymore, and we like the cheap stuff. We're saying those guys are bad news. So I think Trump's going to try to turn that and say, mm-hmm. you know I fought for you, American workers, American people. I'll do it again in the economy. Let's go. And I, mm-hmm. I think people will, you look at the polling, they tend to trust him on that a little bit more than they trust Biden on the economy. They look at him now. That's one of the reasons, by the way, though, that the, the, the tax file, the uh, tax leak uh, two days ago was leaked when it was, is to, to cast yep. doubt on Trump as the successful businessman. Right. Because as I've told you, Smash, you know, Phyllis Schlafly used to, to always tell me, you don't try to win a fight, a campaign fight by a knockout yep. blow. You do it by a thousand cuts. That's... So three weeks ago, it was the Atlantic Monthly tell, with that story that Trump badmouthed military uh, heroes. You know, two days ago, it was the tax thing. Today, I think there's another story that Trump supposedly said, religious leaders are, are, are nitwits. And all these things are unsourced. All these things are leaks. And you say, but why? Well, because they're driving down the edges mm-hmm. of the turnout. So yeah. if Trump gets 85% of pro-lifers instead of 89%, yeah. he has a tough time winning. And yeah. it's the same thing, by the way, with Biden. Biden has a problem right now. He's winning 80% of African-Americans. If he wins only 80% of African-Americans, he loses in a landslide. Mm-hmm. A Democrat's got to win 94%. So that's the kind of thing you're going to see uh, in, the, in the economy fight, Trump's going to say, I'm on your I'm on your side. I'm fighting for you. Don't you feel that? And I think people will. But it's uh, it's going to be interesting. How about race and violence in our cities? That is another one of the topics they're going to bring up tonight. <clears throat> yeah, I, look, I think this is easier for Trump. He says in the cities run by your friends, they're just burning and looting. Yeah. And Biden says, oh, it's because of Trump's America. And Trump says, what are you talking about? I, I'm not a dictator. I can't send in the National Guard unless they ask. Uh, so I, but, and I think Trump, well, you'll see Trump be aggressive in saying, you were in charge, 
and you didn't pardon the black people I pardoned. You were in charge, and you didn't put the money into the historical black, historic black colleges I did. I think Trump. I think Trump has his talking points on this. You know, you were in charge, Joe Biden, yeah. in the early '90s when you passed draconian drug laws, and I, as president, signed pretty liberal, uh, uh, you know, criminal reform, criminal justice reform law. And so he's going to have those talking points. The problem is. Does that get any voters? Do people hear it? I just don't know. You know, it's not it, you, what you expect tonight is one or two major moments mm -hmm. where something happens that galvanize things. Um, in Clinton versus Dole, they asked uh, Dole, are you too old for the job? And Dole yeah. said ah, bada, 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 a bunch of answers. And then yeah. Bill Clinton stepped up and said, Dole's not too old. No, he's not too old. His ideas are too old. And ah, it was the way that they right. basically just swept him aside. Right. And so you wonder if there'll be a moment or two like that tonight. And the integrity of the election is the last uh, thing they're going to be touching on. That meaning, I guess, mail-in ballots and people voting yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I, this is this one is always. I mean, again, mail-in ballots are a disaster. I told you, I ran an election board. They, they're just so hard to manage. And and in five yep. states, they've done mail-in ballots for years. They work fine. But in twenty new states this year, it's the first time they're doing it. They're having huge amounts of trouble. In fact. They're having people that are mailing in ballots, and then they're getting struck struck because they don't sign them or witnesses or whatever. And then most of them, by the way, are poor and African-American. They're getting struck. So suddenly the Democrats are saying, hey, this system isn't good. Here's the problem I have, Smash, is if you do all this stuff to mess up the election, you're, you're going to mess up the election. We're going to have all sorts of ugliness, and people are going to have phones where they're taking pictures of things, and they're going to say, oh, this is – and it feels to me like it's a setup to make us feel bad about something that we're usually pretty darn good about. We yeah. have an election, we have a winner, we switch it over. And so I think what Biden will do is say, you said you wouldn't leave office if, you know, if you, if right. you didn't, if you lost and yeah. Trump's going to say, I never said that. And then Trump's going to say, you want to cause integrity problems. I, it's a loser for America. I have mm -hmm. to tell you. And I just don't know. I don't know who, how it, mm -hmm. I don't know how it helps either candidate much. Hey, this guy knows his stuff. His name is Ed Martin. His Pro-America Report is available to you through the email. How do people get to that, man? Yeah, ProAmericaReport.com. ProAmericaReport.com. Go in there. There's a block. You can sign right up. And Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Central Time, it lands in your mailbox. I don't sell your email, rent it, trade it. I just want to send you that info. Yeah. And uh, and I think I'm, I'm coming back tomorrow. We'll break this thing down tomorrow, right? Yeah, see if exactly I'm half right. right or half wrong. I'll be yeah. one of those two, I bet. You'll be on tomorrow. One last question. Do you think yeah. do you think that these two guys will do the jolly 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 thing at the beginning of these debates tonight and go up and shake hands and smile at each other and be all that fake buddy buddy crap that these guys do? What are these guys going to do on on the greeting and the that's departing? A, yeah, that's a great that's a great question. I I I actually I don't know now because you know in most settings, lots of these formal settings, nobody shakes hands anymore, right? Yeah, you right. Do a kind of uh, elbow bump or something. I don't yeah. know what they'll do. I think they will do some of those, that stuff. I mean, I, I will say this at that level, it is, um, it is theater, you know, it's yeah. not really personal, even right. though it kind of is. I mean, it, it's so I, they may, and they may not want to look uh, uh, silly. I don't know. That'd be a good question. I, my one prediction smash, which I'll say, I don't know if this is 50% um, likelihood, but I think it's more than 10%. Joe Biden has a disastrous night. Like, it really can't function. I mean, nobody's saying that anymore. Yeah. They've all come right. around to saying, yo, Joe Biden's a pro. If Joe Biden has a disastrous night, tomorrow they take him off the ticket. And I think that there's Whoa. less. It's not a 50-50 shot, yeah. but it's not 5%. It's like 25% because he's really not up for this. Yeah. And if he has a disastrous night yeah. and they say, American people look up and go, he can't do that job, yeah. then they'll have to do something about it. And I Whoa. think there's a 25% there's a chance that happens tonight.
We'll check it out tonight, 8 o'clock, on some uh, TV station near you. Ed, I appreciate it. Check back in with you at 420 again tomorrow. All right, Smash. Looking right. forward to it. Thank you. Thanks for helping out here. I roam and ramble, and I followed my footsteps to the sparkling sands of the blinding desert. And all around me, our voice was sounding. This land was made for you and me. Here we go now. This land is About 10 minutes in front of 5 o'clock, smash with you here for Landmark Realty out there in Godfrey. Godfreylandmark.com. Matt Horn knows real estate. And here's what the deal is. He's got 30 people on his staff that know real estate too. So now you got a company that's ready to hire you, whether you be listing your home, because when it's time to list, you, you need to list with a leader. That's Matt Horn. That's Landmark Realty. If you're looking to buy a home, hey, it's simple. Get on over to GodfreyLandmark.com. GodfreyLandmark.com. Look at the pictures of the houses. Not just front, back, backyard, inside, but now the aerial shots too with the drone shots, you know? Man, you get every angle on the house. Salute to Matt Horn for knowing how to sell. And not only does he know how to get you into the house that you want to buy, but he also knows how to get you out of the house you need to sell. Because when it's time to sell, you need to list with a leader. And in helping you that way, you're going to get closer to and faster to that next house of yours. No matter what the reason might be, you got a job shift. Maybe you got yourself a, a downsizing you want to do because the kids are gone, whatever the case may be. Let Matt Horn help you, whether it be a single family home, whether it be a residential lot that you're looking for and you want to build a home on it, condo, townhouse, commercial buildings, farm, a multifamily home. They got them all. And you can see them with your very own eyeball. Godfreylandmark.com. And while you're there, check out the homes by email because you sign up, they ain't going to bother you. You just sign up and every day, as soon as listings occur, they hit the market, they hit your email. So that way you you got to jump on a house that may, might be the right house for you. All right, there's a house waiting for you, but you got to make the move and you got to call Matt Horn and everybody over there at Landmark Realty. Let them help you. I tell you, I'll give you the uh, website first, GodfreyLandmark.com and not a phone number, 618. All right, you ready? 618 466 Oh, I can't even see this. There you go. Ah. 618-466-1513. See, that's a 12-point font. I need to move it up to 16. But that's just me thinking out loud. But turning you on to the good stuff. as Landmark Realty.
Return of the Mac, baby. Cool Papa Smash with it. Got Dean Comer in here. Dean Comer's the owner. Guy you'll talk to when you dial up Jersey County Fence and Deck at 618-616-3326. Again, saying, hey, you got to check out the work that Dean does, not only on the decks, but also on the fences. It's all at JCFD, Jersey County Fence and Deck. JCFDonline.com. Now, we have an opportunity here to really enhance someone's deck situation. So I asked Dean to come on in here and explain what this is because this is magnificent. Go, Dean. All right. We're going to give away a fire pit. And it's not, nice. that, it's not that little fire pit, that little square yeah. one. It's the big one. Nice. It's a $350 fire pit. Woo. So uh, it runs on propane. Has yeah. To cut the... Uh, Decorated rocks that the flames yeah. come up on. People love that. They do. I have one at home. Yeah. My, my wife made me get it for her. Yeah. And I, I kind of put it off and didn't do it for a long time. Yeah. So, I, you know what? She uh gonna gonna hound me till I get it. So yeah, I went right and got on. it for her. Nice. That thing's nice. I actually yeah. like to sit outside on a cool night and then mm-hmm. it'll, it'll warm you up. You can sit out in the yeah. wintertime around that. That's thing. right. Right. And uh, so we're gonna give one. We're gonna give it away. What to, when you give it away? How are we gonna be playing the giveaway? Well, I put a, a, a ad on Facebook, okay, because I get a lot of, of uh, work from off of Facebook. Facebook, right? Yeah. I, uh, you know, there's many different means of advertising: sure. radio, Facebook, and everything. You kind of do it all because you want to keep your, your guys working. You want to keep yeah. going, and we've been pretty good. With, uh, five years, I haven't had a day off yet, so uh-huh. we're doing all right. Nice. Um, so, but I put a link on my website because a lot of people don't have Facebook. Yeah. So if um, if you go to my website, jcfdonline.com, mm-hmm. and you click on that link, it'll pull up that, and you can like or share it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not really a computer guy. Yeah. But uh, I don't think you have to have a Facebook account to do it. You may have. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, you click on that and share it. And You share comment. share what? Share the, the, the ad. It's it's basically. I got you. It's pictures of my deck. Yeah. You know, things like that. Of, of all the different decks. And uh, a picture of the fire pit on there, too. So nice. you want to look at that. You can see it on there. I'll share it tonight, man. Yeah, click on there, share it. Yeah. Hit, well, hit like on there. Hit mm. like and then put a comment on there. Okay. I can't require people to share it mm. for a drawing. That's a Facebook rule. You know, Facebook, oh, they got their rules. Uh-huh, yeah. So, I, you know, I know, if you're, yeah. If you're requiring them to share, then you're not going to yeah. pay them to, to do it. So Good they point. want their money, too. Right. But – um. If they mention you or this radio station in their yeah. comment, WBGZ, WBGZ radio right here with smash. If they mention you <laughs> yeah. and are in this radio station, I will give them two entries for sharing it instead nice. of one. So they're going to get double, double opportunity to double, win, double opportunity to win that. Pretty and we're going to give that away on December 18th. Yeah. You're going to do the, you've agreed to do the drawing for I'll me. do it. So we know it's fair drawing. Yeah. Um, we're going to throw names in a hat and pull them yeah. out. Man, that's – and the thing about it is you get that fire pit on your deck and you have enhanced your lifestyle to a high degree, especially in the nippy weather. Maybe not in the freeze, but in the nippy weather and this kind of weather, what's going to be like this evening, perfect for a fire pit on your deck, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So you give people that opportunity – not only to go on Facebook, you say, but also to go on jcfdonline.com. And there's a link to it on there. Yeah. Beautiful, buddy. Uh, that's nice of you to make that opportunity for folks, man. I like giving things away. Yeah. I don't know. That's, uh, I'm kind of strange that way. <laughs> <laughs> My wife don't like it. But 
Strange. And I tell you what, this is a strange dude, but a good strange. All right. This yeah. is a good strange right here. I tell you, I'm uh, glad to know you. I'm glad to represent you. And I thank you for, you know, being a part of WBGZ here. And this is a nice opportunity, everybody. The website is jcfdonline.com. Check it out tonight. I'll be doing that. I'll be sharing that. If I share it, I get like two uh, entries in myself. Well, I guess we could, but yeah. we, there's got to be rules somewhere, though. Oh, okay. So, you can win it. Yeah. But then you have to draw again, and you have to give it away. <laughs> okay. Then it'll be from you. <laughs> okay. That'd be good. That'd be good. That'd be something to win that, man. But put it on your agenda. JCFDonline.com. As Dean Comer, you need a deck. You need a fence. You need to find all the information at JCFDonline.com. I thank you for being a part of the program today, man. Thank you. Dig the smash anywhere. Anywhere. The Smash Daily Podcast. SmashDaily.com.